Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. Amen. Listen, I I, I want to just go on and jump into this word today because God has given me something for you that I pray will bless your life, bless your heart. I know the praise team was going to sing again, but after that, you're my everything and all that bouncing. If we if we get back going into that, I, listen, I might not come out. I might not come out. And so I might as well get it while I'm ahead and just go ahead and jump into this word. Y'all, I'm excited about the year of fun. Can somebody say the year of fun? Come on. The year of fun. God has done something unique for us. God is doing something unique with us. And I am so excited about this. Were you blessed last week? Were you blessed last week? Okay, I guess, and not in the building, maybe online, y'all were blessed last week. Uh, I, I pray that you were blessed by the lesson, let's have some fun. Well, I want to continue in that lesson this week. This is let's have some fun, part two, part two. On the front end of this, I need to say some things. Y'all give me like a good strong 15 minutes, and in 15 minutes, I want Pastor Pope to start waving at me, start waving at me, and just say, all right, all right. So I'm serious, 15 minutes. So here's what I want to say about this year of fun. Something happened last week that really deeply made me reflect. Uh, last week, again, as I said earlier, I was very human. The service flow, we worship, we we cried, we 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 embraced our humanity. You know, it was so many death notices. They just buried Sister Kim Hollowell. Woke up that morning. There's news of another death in the middle of preparing personally for my aunt's uh, funeral. And so it was just absolutely overwhelming. And so I was told by a couple people, you know, it almost didn't feel fun on Sunday. It almost didn't feel fun. But then it came around and we got to the fun. I want to encourage us. Fun does not replace your humanity. Fun does not replace sorrow. It does not take the place of grief. It does not take the place of real life. Fun uh, complements life. Fun goes along with life. So it's not all heavy. So it's not all bad. So it's not all grief filled. So it's not all stressful. Fun is a good compliment that goes along with life. It does not take the place of reality. When you try to use fun or celebration or laughter or smiling to replace your reality and pretend like nothing else is really, really going on, that is called toxic positivity. I want you to open your mouth and say it with me. Toxic positivity. I've been mentioning this a couple times, but I want to dig in right here to help you understand it is not the will of God for you to not embrace what is your reality. 
you have to sit with what hurts you, what bothers you, because often pain in your body physically or in your life emotionally is always an indicator that something needs to change. There are people who physically who cannot feel pain and the doctors will tell you that is a dangerous way to live because you have no sensors in your body to let you know when you're close to danger. You need to feel pain so you can know when something needs to shift. I'm talking to the people who want to smile all the time and it's really fake. I'm talking to the people when people ask you how you doing. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored, but you mean. Uh-huh. I'm talking to the people who act like they just full of positivity, positive this, positive that. And every time you're in their presence, all you get is negative. It's called toxic positivity. It is not living in reality. You need to embrace the fact I hurt. You need to embrace the fact I cry. You need to embrace the fact I'm human. You need to embrace the fact every day is not good. And because it's heavy, because I sorrow, because I grieve, because I cry, because I have bad days, I need a life of celebration. I need a life of fun. I need a life of laughter. I need a life of adventure to complement my complications. Huh? So when I laugh, it's for real. When I smile, it's for real. When I'm posting positive vibes or good energy, hashtag positive vibes only, it can be for real. I get nervous, I tell my wife all the time, when I see people smiling all the time. People that smile all the time make me nervous. Because ain't nothing, that, ain't nothing in the whole wide world worth smiling about all the time. You just see. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, oh, I'm good. Oh, oh, oh. I get nervous. When I see people smiling all the time and I don't see people being real. When nobody can admit I hurt, I made a mistake, I'm having a bad day. You are a person that concerns me. But I like the person that has a balance that can say, hey, it's joy and pain. It's like sunshine and rain. See, I like that kind of balance. And in our text today, Philippians chapter 4, that's all I'm trying to say. I got a few minutes. Let me jump in. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Let me read it again out of the New Revised Standard Version. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 9. And I'm going to dance around and I, I want you to get some new insights that you didn't even get last week. Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9 out of the New Revised Standard Version is coming up on your screen. It reads like this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to who? Everyone. Why? The Lord is near. Read it with me. Come on. Do not worry about anything but in everything. Come on. By prayer and supplication with what? Thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Come on. Let's keep reading. Verse 8. Finally beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think about these things verse 9 keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you 
Now, if you want a recipe for joy, if you want a recipe for celebration in your life, incorporating this in your life, you need these verses, but you just don't need the text. You need the context. Paul is in jail writing to the first church he planted on, on European soil. The church is called the church of Philippi. The people are the Philippians. The church is the church of Philippi. The first church Paul planted on, the, on European soil, soil. And he's writing to the Philippians, which are the members and the constituents of the church of Philippi. Am I teaching yet? Well, there's dissension inside the church. And there's opposition outside the church. And while there's dissension and altercations happening in the church with some members. Uh-oh, sounds familiar. There's some issues with some members in the church. And then there's some opposition coming from outside the church with false teachers and a culture that was trying to do it their own way and Paul is incarcerated and Paul writes in the context rejoice in the Lord always so you don't appreciate the text until you get the context Paul is in jail that's his reality but he's writing about joy and the and watch this they call this the joy letter 11 times he uses the word joy in the book of philippians five times he uses the words interchangeably rejoice or be glad so 16 times you're hearing about joy be glad rejoice from a man who's incarcerated and if he could write imprisoned about joy and about the realities of celebration, what's your excuse? Just because you're going through a bad day. Yes, it's a bad day. Yes, it's a rough season. Yes, people are dying. I mean, every day I've got a death notice. If it's not a celebrity, it's somebody you know personally. I mean, Betty White didn't even make it over into 2022. I said, Lord, you couldn't let them cross over into the new year? All of this stuff is happening. Updates every day, culturally, politically, socially, with the virus. How do you make it? Here's what, here's what you got to do if you want to have some fun. You got to do this. Number one, re-examine your trust in God. Re-examine your trust in God. Verse four says rejoice in the Lord. Verse six says pray to the Lord. Verse 7 says that you can get peace from the Lord. Verse 8 says you got to watch your thoughts and think on the proper things. Verse 9 says do the things that Paul has instructed us to do and the Lord the God of peace will be with you. Well I can only rejoice in the Lord, pray to the Lord, get peace from the Lord, think about the Lord or rely on the Lord if I first trust in the Lord. Ooh, I'm about to come get you. The foundation of a life of celebration is your indomitable, insurpassable trust in God. That word indomitable means nobody can knock it down. It is unbreakable. It is unconquerable. You have to have a trust in God that's so deep that it doesn't matter what comes. It is not enough to shift you because you trust God. You trust God on good days. You trust God on bad days. You trust God with a job. You trust God. God, with 
out a job. You trust God when life is fair. You trust God at the funeral. You trust God when you're healthy. You trust God when you're sick. You trust God when your children are acting like the seed of the Huxtables and when they're acting like the seed of Chucky. You've got to have enough trust in God to say whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well with my soul. Here's the problem. A lot of y'all are churchy but you don't have no good religion. You churchy but you don't really trust the God that you sing about, that you shout about and that you pray to. I need about a hundred of y'all to write in the chat I'm learning how to trust God and I'm learning how to trust him deeply you don't just trust God when it's going your way you got to learn how to trust him when it's not going your way and you can still say whatever happens I still believe you gonna work this thing out for my good do I have some witnesses who can testify you learning how to trust him you, you, you better learn how to trust him you got to trust him with your little bit you got to trust him with your lot you got to trust him with your family you have to trust him in your transitions you have to trust him in your confusion you have to trust him in your restlessness you have to trust him in your tiredness you have to trust him in the unknown you have to trust him at the crossroad you have to trust him when people fail you you have to trust him when people betray you because everything is going to work out for your good so my celebration is not rooted in weed or liquor. My celebration is rooted in the fact that I can trust in the Lord. With all my heart, lean not to my own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge him. And he has promised to direct my path. Now another thing I was told last week is I was teaching last week because I was sitting at the table. Let me tell you something. I can preach sitting down too because I feel a preach sneaking up on me right through here. Is there anybody in the first two weeks of 2022 who can say, God, you're teaching me how to trust you all over again. Anybody got some crazy trust, some radical trust, some indomitable trust, some unconquerable trust. I trust in God wherever I may be. Tell three people, trust him. Trust him. I trust him because he ain't failed me yet. I trust him because he's dependable. I trust him because he can take the heat out of fire. I trust him because he can make a sidewalk in the middle of a sea. I trust him because he'll let me go to sleep on a lion. I trust him because he'll make a way out of no way. I, I, I trust him because I've seen too much. Wait, 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 wait. I might not get to anything else I had to tell you because all of these verses simply are screaming at the reader, trust God, trust God, trust God. I, I, wait, wait, you're missing it. I know you're sick, but trust God. I know you don't like the season you're in. You're uncomfortable right now, but trust God. I know some loved ones have passed and it left you heavy and there's a blank hole in your heart and you're trying to get your groove back, but you just can't trust God. Tell somebody around you, trust him, trust him, trust him. Trust him, trust him. Your, your grandmama trusted him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your auntie Nam trusted him. Your daddy trusted him. I, listen, I told you I was in Jamaica. And uh, I was in Jamaica for a wedding. And, uh, and I'm down there by myself. My wife was worried. Friends were worried. Because I traveled by myself. But I wasn't worried. Because the bride told me. Here's what the bride told me. The bride told me. When I land in Jamaica, there's going to be somebody with a sign. 
that says the Richardson and Perrin wedding. All I got to do is look for the sign. Well, y'all, I was nervous, but I, I trusted her. She said, there's been a sign. I said, all right, cool, cool, cool. I walked out. Y'all, there was a sign. Man named Marvin. I nicknamed him Deacon Marvin because he took good care of you, boy. I was down there drinking conch soup with Marvin. Chilling in the Jamaican breeze. Yeah, man. Yeah. They told me the next day they were going to send me a COVID test in my room. All they told me is they're going to meet you in the front lobby at a certain time. Just go down there. Somebody's going to have a COVID test for you to take. I went downstairs at that certain time and the test was there. Well, when I got ready to actually go to the wedding, my pickup time, I was told, was 1 o'clock. So at 102, nobody was outside. I happened to be on the phone with a friend. I said, well, they told me they're going to pick me up at uh, 1 o'clock, but it's about 102, 103 now. And they said, you ain't worried? I said, no, because every time they told me something was going to happen, it happened. So I trust the bride, and I trust the groom. Uh-oh. I trust the people who brought me here to keep their promise, even if they're running a little late. You're missing it. You're missing it. God has done so much for you. God has kept so many promises for you that sometimes you got to learn how to trust him in a new place, in a new environment, even if he's running a little late. But they that wait on the, wait a minute, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up Somebody holler, I'm trusting you, Lord. I'm out here trusting you. I'm out here leaning on you. I'm out here depending on you. What a fellowship. What a joy, divine. Leaning. Somebody open your mouth for 20 seconds and give God a I trust you praise. I trust you with my children. I trust you with my career. I trust you with my next. And if you want to have some fun, you put trust in God at the foundation of your life. I think I've said enough today. I, I, I think I gave you enough to chew on for the rest of the week. I, I, I think. Anybody trust him? Anybody trust him? Oh, I wish I had a church up in here this morning because I'd ask you to look over that mask and tell somebody, whatever happens next, God's got it covered. Whatever happens next, you didn't say it from your belly. You didn't say it from your soul. Point at somebody and say, neighbor, whatever happens next, God's already got it. Wait. So, this is what I'm going to do. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, are going to usher at the door of your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, I've always read verse 7, 
But this time I messed around and went down to verse 9. Verse 9 says that Paul reminds this church of Philippi, keep on doing the things you've learned and received and heard and seen in me. Watch this. And the God of peace will be with you. Verse 7, he says, and the peace of God. Verse 9, it said, and the God of peace. So if I just keep my thoughts in a trust pattern, I'll be living between verse 7 and verse 9. Verse 7, I get the peace of God. Verse 9, I get the God of peace. And every day of your life, I want to encourage you to make sure that you live between verse 7 and verse 9. And all you got to do in the morning is say, God, let me feel your peace. But in the evening, tell the Lord, even if I can't feel your peace, I just need the God of peace to walk me through the night. Is there anybody here on a Sunday morning with the two minutes I got left to preach this thing that can open your mouth and testify? I trust God in between verse 7 and verse 9. I'm going to think about things that are noble. I'm going to think about things that are holy. I'm going to think about things that are just. I'm going to think about things that bring me joy. I'm going to think about things that make me laugh. I'm going to think about just how blessed I am. I'm, I'm going to think about how good God's been to me. Is there anybody here who can lift your hands on the third Sunday of January 2022 and say, Lord, I've been up and I've been down. Say, Lord, I've got some questions. Lord, I've had some heartbreaks. Lord, I have some confusion. Lord, I'm navigating grief. Lord, I need to feel your presence. Then tell him, Lord, can you keep me in between the peace of God and the God of peace on Monday? I need the peace of God but on Tuesday I need the God of peace on Wednesday I want the peace of God but on Thursday I may need the God of peace on Friday I want the peace of God but on Saturday I might need the God of peace somewhere I read thou will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him because you trust now help me go down to georgia i done lost my bougie members but y'all were gone anyway look at somebody and tell them neighbor be not dismayed whatever betide you God will Y'all didn't tell nobody Tell them God will Take care of you Beneath his wings Of love abide God will Take care of you 
How long will he do it? Through every day or all the way he will. Somebody holler, I trust him. 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 Don't know what's next, but I trust him. Need him to touch me again, but I trust him. My heart is heavy, but I trust him. Tears in my eyes, grief in my soul, but I trust him. Waiting on a new job, waiting on clarity, waiting on strength, waiting on a depressive episode to pass, working through anxiety, working through sadness, pushing through sorrow, but I trust him. The songwriter said, I will trust in the Lord till I die. I, I will trust in the Lord until I die. Anybody trust him? Anybody trust him? I said, anybody trust him? Now praise him like you trust him. Praise him while he fixes it. Praise him while he answers you. Praise him while you're in the waiting room. Praise him while you're on the crossroads. Praise him while you're transitioning. Praise him while the business is growing. Praise him while the business plan is working out. Praise him before anybody pays you. Praise him before anything shifts. Because I trust him. I trust him, I trust him. I trust him, I trust him. I'm crazy, but I trust him. I look weird, but I trust him. I look like I lost my mind, but I just trust him. I ain't got no money, but I trust him. Don't know what we're gonna do, but I just... Find your trust partner. Find your trust partner. Get as close as you can. Without passing six feet, tell a neighbor, I need a trust partner. I'm trusting God for him to answer all of your prayers. And I need you trusting God for him to manifest some stuff in my life. Can I count on you? Ask him, can I count on you to trust him with me? On the count of three, let's release some praise for the stuff we gonna trust him for. Trust him. Trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him on dialysis, trust him getting your radiation, trust him while they put the chemo back in you, trust him while you're waiting on the healing, trust him until the check clears, trust him until he manifests every promise over your life, trust him, trust him. Trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. Hey, hey, hey. 
praise him like he's kept his word Every single time Secret. 
Welling up in my spirit. I'm not even going to ask the band to play it. But the words of it simply, my heavenly father watches over me. And the chorus says, I, I trust in God wherever I may be, on mountain bleak or on the stormy sea. Though billows roll, he keeps my soul. My heavenly father watches over me. You know, sometimes it's just the words that you need anyway. I, I want you to know your heavenly creator is watching over you so you can rejoice in the Lord always. So you can be anxious for nothing. So you can pray with your prayers, your supplications, and your thanksgiving. So you can have the peace of God. Verse 7. Think on the things that are positive. Verse 8. And then you'll have the God of peace. Verse 9. I surrender all. That's trust right there. Come on. Right there. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I know you got a lot on your mind. I know you're thinking about a lot, but just pause for a minute and lift those hands and say, I surrender all. Come on, everybody on the virtual ship, lift those hands and say, I surrender all. All to be my 
Can I tell you a secret about trusting God? When you really, really trust Him, we're getting off the ship. The angels get on tiptoe when they see you trusting God. Listen to me with your heart. I said the angels get on tiptoe when they see one of God's children trusting God with everything. Because somewhere I read, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. And when God sees you surrendering it all, trusting him with it all, God says, uh -uh, I ain't about to have my child out here looking crazy. And so I, I'm trying to tell you the secret to your joy the secret to a deeper life of satisfaction and fulfillment and celebration. Just trust God with everything. Just be like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, Lord, I really want this cup to pass. But nevertheless, not my will. Let your will be done. You got to trust God with the stuff you don't even want. That's how deep that's my prayers. We get off of here today. We're going to a memorial at 3. We have the funeral for our founding member next Saturday. Some of you have some services to go through. Some of you have to go back to, yes. Woo! Some of you have to go back to jobs tomorrow. Your children don't know whether to send them, whether to keep them home. The coronavirus is raging. Do the best you can. Don't worry about making the right decision. Just make the best decision you can and trust that God will make it right. You understand? Not right as in moral. I mean right as in, do I do this? Do I do that? Just, Lord, you know I'm overwhelmed, so I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to trust that you make this right. I will be with you. I will be with you. We're going to get off of here singing this. I have some other stuff to sing, but I have some other points to tell y'all today, too, about that scripture, but... We got next Sunday if the Lord gives me back. We got the fifth Sunday. But I just want you to leave totally trusting God. What did the preacher talk about today? Trust God. He was up there for about 20 minutes. He said he'd be up there for 15. Yeah, but all he was trying to tell us was trust God. That's, that's the whole message. Trust God. And here's why you can trust him because God says, I will be with you. Come on, praise team. I will. That's it. God says, I will. I will be with you.
trust me. And somebody needs to be reminded, I'll never leave you. That's some good news for somebody in a dark place. I'll never leave you. today, trust me. But I want Elder Vassar to close us in prayer and close us in a benediction because I feel like this is one of those services where people need to be covered as we part. For whatever's ahead, you need to be covered. That's why I want you to stand with us. Connect your hand close to that TV, that screen, that laptop, that phone. Come on, come close, come close, come close, come touch and agree with us. And for the rest of us, just lift your hands to the Lord as we receive this closing prayer and final blessing from Elder Kevin Bassey. Father, today we say thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the reassurance that your word is true. All we have to do is trust you. Even when we can't trace you, God, we're going to trust you. It's my prayer for everyone that is under the sound of my voice, virtually and in this room, 
that you would lift our faith to continue to depend on your word. It's a new year, but you're the same Jesus. It's a new challenge, but you're the same Jesus. It's a new obstacle, but you're the same Jesus. Father, we stretch our hands as a sign of faith that you're going to hold us up. Those that are in the storm, those that are in challenging times, for Dr. Walker today, Lord God, even for the Hollowell family today, for Toy and her family, those that are in a season of loss, God, we pray that you would mount up with wings of eagles and you would minister to them to let them know that they're not alone. Those that are even dealing with this COVID challenge today, Father, send your healing virtue, but most importantly, let them know that you're there to lift them. In Jesus' name, I pray for every mind, those that are in a mental health challenge, they don't know what to do, what to turn to before they turn to the pill. Father, I want you to let them know that you are more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that we could ask or think. And finally, those that may be in a financial crunch, before we sign off today, Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would do something supernatural. And the praise report of that praise team member that was able to get $5,000 before their day was over. Lord, as we trust you with our giving, even in this moment, Lord God, as we trust you to give more, as we trust you, Lord God, to depend on your word more, it's my prayer that you would do abundantly and above all that we could ask or think. Father, we expect victory this week. We expect your power this week. And we know that you're more than able to do it. It's in the name that is above every name. It is in the name that is above every supernatural thing. We pray and we decree it and we count it done. It's in Jesus' name. Now bless our week. Bless everything that we touch. It's in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. Done. I said it is done. You better give a praise if you believe it. It is done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, lift those hands up. If you would only say, Trust me. All you gotta do is trust me. That's what the Lord God says today. Yeah. You will only say, 
trust
Hey family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. 